0: Welcome to the show of Clagbag. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Sparkles. (laughs) Sequins. Oh, God. Um, So, we're going to take you back in time to the mid 1990s for today's episode of Clagbag, which is all about showgirls. Uh, Hi, it's me, JP, and I'm here with my buddies, Nud and Scott. I'm going to talk about showgirls. So, uh, first off, I should say, Um, this is not a particular favourite claggy film of mine it's not one that I've really thought about in the last however long it's been uh, 20, 35 years or whatever since I saw this (laughs) I think on video when it first came out Um, but a friend of mine at work uh, asked me to do this on the show so Mel, thank you very much for picking Showgirls now we all have to talk about Showgirls and we all have to sit and watch Showgirls Mm, and we watched it uh, yeah, we did Uh, Okay, so we watched it. Right, so next time on. (laughs) uh, No, I guess we better talk a little bit about Showgirls. So, um, I don't, you know, this one kind of passed me by a little bit in the 90s. I know that it came out and it was a flop and it was really reviled. I remember seeing it and thinking it was shit, but not Mm. really thinking much more about it at Mm. the time. Uh, I've been a fan of Verhoeven from all of his earlier good films, um, such as. Such as good films like yeah. Robocop yeah. and. Oh, even before that, Recall. the stuff he made, yeah, the stuff the Dutch films he made, like, like Soldier of Orange and, you know, they're, they're good stuff, good films. And I guess the fact that um, he made movies that, were, um, that had a satirical quality, like Starship Troopers and Robocop, is why some people, I think, have chosen to view this film in, in a different light. Like, retrospectively, so looking back on it and thinking it's like some great satire of Vegas. Um, I, I don't think it's that at all. No. I think it's a bad film, badly conceived, badly written by Joe S. and extremely badly acted that's hugely um, misogynistic, but creates a world in which misogyny is okay because women are awful. Really, really (laughs) terrible. So it's okay to hate them because they're all like, whores or psycho bitches. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess we'll do what we usually do, which is do you have any opening thoughts on show yours before you run through uh, the I, plot I, such I, as I, it is? What was yeah, was it? Ninety five. Ninety five, yeah. Ninety five. I would have been fourteen, so I remember it coming out and hearing about how terrible it was, but apparently he had loads and loads of tits and sex in it, apparently. So obviously at being fourteen, I wanted to see it, despite <laughs> the fact that everyone said it was terrible. Mm. But I don't think I don't think I'd, I. think I saw this film probably a few years after it came out. It came out. It was on Sky Movies or whatever, like at late night, or whatever. and I think I might have tried to watch it. I mm. got half hour and thought, nah, yeah. this is actually just shit, mm. um, and it is. <laughs> yeah. But I guess when you watched it again recently, uh, did you have more fun with it? Because oh, you yeah, certainly yeah. had a lot more fun with it watching it There's for this. It's just some absurd characters in it. That's the, the, the thing that's the way I had most of the fun was how absurd some of these characters are and how badly they're written. Yeah. And, oh, and acted. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't like the. Film. There, isn't, there's no, there isn't a character you can get behind, and everyone in it is just terrible. And it's some of the worst characters ever in screen history. But not, not even history, ones you love like, to hate. No, no. Just they're just not like that. you hate. It's just the sort of people where if you found yourself in a room with them, you'd probably kill yourself, you'd probably run out screaming. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah, so um, so the Queen of the Terrible is Elizabeth Berkley. Yeah, our lead character. Her name is Nomi. We know nothing about her at the start of the film, and we'll pretty much spend the whole of the film knowing nothing about her at all. There'll be a couple of minutes at the end where we get a reveal on what her life is was like before the film. It's pretty much what you would expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a bit of a bitch, so she had a bit of a rough life. Mm. Oh, psychology 101. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of introduced to her. She's hitching, uh, uh, she's trying to get a ride to Vegas at the start of the film. Literally, she's come from nowhere, we don't know anything about her. So she hitches a ride with um, like a sleazy, like a, like the world's sleaziest Mulbrow man. El- yeah. Elvis impersonator. Like the like. world's sleaziest mm. Elvis impersonator. Uh, picks her up, and she, wisely or otherwise, gets a ride with this guy, with this bozo. He says he makes some. Um, he's clearly a bit sleazy, but he does make some co- some throwaway comment about what's he going to get paid for the ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To which Nomi, comp- who clearly never seen a film in which this has ever happened before, clearly overreacts and pulls a flick knife on, yeah. on this guy like five mm-hmm. minutes in she is an utter psychopath and has no clue how to interact with people she is so self-absorbed and so self-important that it's almost like she's almost like a sociopath she's almost like dexter you know she doesn't she clearly doesn't know how to be around people, yeah, so she pulls out a flip knife, and this is the first moment in the film as well that I felt like it, I wasn't watching Showgirls, that maybe I was watching one of the species movies. <laughs> like, you know what I mean like maybe she's an alien or something that would explain it and she's been, she's been built to procreate or something that probably explains a lot of the movie if she's an alien that's been built to procreate with us that's what's going on actually no it's not it's not species at all mm. so uh, she gets a ride to Vegas um, This, what does she want to go to Vegas for I don't know because she wants to make her fortune and be a star a dancer. She's a she wants to be a star so, uh, But luckily, he knows somebody at some casino or another, uh, so he might be able to help her on her way. So they go to some casino or another, and he gives her ten bucks to play on the slots, more money than she's ever seen before <laughs> in her life. So, so she puts, like, a quarter into one of the slot machines and hits the jackpot, and wins like three bucks or whatever it is that she wins and this is probably one of the few times in the film where she shows genuine joy (laughs) she's won her three cheap bucks and she's happy but what she does is foolishly is let it ride so five minutes later she's lost all of her three bucks on a bigger slot machine. I think this is is more like three hours later she (laughs) she realises that maybe this guy's not coming back and she's lost all her money she's lost Uh, all of the ten bucks that he gave her like her whole life thought is gone and she's already (laughs) psychopathically Tasmanian deviling at people yeah it turns out that um, CZ Cowboy doesn't know anyone at the casino he's just basically bought her luggage for 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got to be, he's yeah. playing a bit of a gamble there that anything in her yeah. briefcase um, is um, worth, it's it's worth the 10 bucks. Mind <laughs> you, probably the, the suitcase itself is probably worth 10 bucks It's probably a. you. still want <laughs> to give the her five bucks. She might have some 1st Don't ice. give her any money. Why you gotta give her money? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I, I, just to point this out, we're gonna find this out in about like an hour and 50 minutes. We're gonna find yeah. out that Nomi's like a homeless boom stroke, crack whore <laughs> in her previous life. But you would think, therefore, she's been on the streets long she enough. She know better. That she would know better than to wait in this uh, casino for three hours yeah. for this guy to hide it yeah. with her baggage. She This is the, pro- one of the problems with the film, and there's loads of them, is that they, they want Nomi to be m- a monumentally naive, like, newbie, yeah. uh, and they also want <laughs> her to be a kind of streetwise, kind of psychopath, uh, in it for herself, and as a result, she kind of ends up being a bit of a bit of a mix mash of everything, yeah, doesn't she? Yeah, um, un- most of all, unlikable. Most of all, an unlikable psychopath. Travis. So Travis Bickle mixed with Mr. Bean. Well, there you go, <laughs> with tits. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so she heads outside, and the, the the cowboy guy is gone. So she, um, but it's okay. Because 10 minutes later, she's fallen in love with a black girl who's helping her out. Her name's Molly. Um, why Molly helps her or does anything for this her? One she of mine, be this the she's literally calling the police because she's literally pounding. She's just lost her shit again. And it's like you say, every little thing causes Nomi to literally flip a fucking lid, doesn't it? So, Molly buys her dinner. So, for no she, reason. For no reason. Because yeah. Nomi's a bitch. And she. Whilst drinking soda out of a cup bigger than her head, just throws fries at Molly's face. Now, yeah. I'm sorry, at yeah. this point, I would be like, Well, fuck you, sister. I tried to be nice, but you're clearly a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But Molly instead says, Come and live with me. What? Yeah. I know. So, straight away, we're, it, we're not in the real Vegas. We're <laughs> in burning Vegas. Hyper. Real, whatever it is, yeah, shit, bird, bizarre version of Vegas. So, um, we then cut to like I don't know, six months later or something, and Naomi's been living in Molly's what is it, trailer or something, yeah, some, something like home, some so, sort yeah. of trailer, you yeah. never really see it tra- tra- home. properly, yeah, some sort of trailer home. Um, and uh, to start with it looks like that uh, Nomi's just freeloading off her totally because Nomi seems to just spend all her time in bed flicking through magazines and things. Turns out she has got a job, we'll find out what it is in a bit but at this stage it looks like she's just bumming. Uh, Molly meanwhile has a job fixing outfits and clothes at the show. Um, In this version of Vegas it appears to be the only the show that there is in the Vegas <laughs> uh, it's like a topless review show and it and it's it apparently it's that fucking height yeah. of, uh, of 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 the entertainment form yeah you know if if there is nothing better than this tit show if you can only see one show this weekend you must you see so forget what? Shakespeare, forget any form of entertainment or culture. What? All, all that there is in this world is this tit show. I can't even remember what it's supposed to be called, can you? It's got a name, hasn't it? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? It's the tit show. It's, and it's not, it's not very good. It's a sort of... If you, if you imagine for a minute uh, like, a, like a really unimaginative person's idea of a review show in Vegas. That's right, it's naked women riding around a volcano. And riding motorbikes. Of course it is. Yeah. It, uh, with steel girders. You know, it's exactly the sort of bullshit that you would have expected to see on, like, the Benny Hill show or Pan's people doing on Top of the Pops. You know, it's that kind of review show. Yeah. So it is terrible. Just, it's almost like the clag within the clag <laughs> <laughs> of this film. Anyway... Uh, uh, Molly works fixing clothes at this show and she brings Nomi along because Nomi wants to be a dancer. But she is at another club. Well you actually don't, at this stage you don't know this. So after these scenes happen you then find out that Nomi's a stripper at a strip club. Um, But at this stage you don't know that. So she takes uh, Nomi along to see the show and basically backstage at the show, lots of ugly girls Talk about their snatches. <clears throat> that's pretty much. Yeah. And, it, and this is pretty much. There's a there's there's a rather unpleasant sc- scatological element to this to the way women talk about themselves and are talked to in this movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They're, they're basically treated like you know things. Things. Yeah. Tits and asses on legs. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really odd. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to uh, make a couple of points. I wrote some lines down, some cho- choice li- lines from this film. And I so said, just after Naomi gets a suitcase, next, some, some guy stops her and says, what, you lose all your money, honey? You want to make some more? It won't take any longer than 15 minutes. Sooner or later, you're going to have to sell it. It's like stuff like that. It's just a woman walking past him, you know, in a minute. Yeah. And in this club, Naomi's club, there's um, one of the, wish you compare, Henrietta Bazoum, Oh, well, she's a horrible character. She's, she's horrific. horrific. She's a yeah. horrific character. Horrific. A horrific, evil, fucking dreadful, harridan. Just a, yeah, just a repulsive but it's personality. The, it's, a, it's Esther Hass's lines that she speaks. Yeah. So that well, line she, that she says, What's that useless piece of skin? Skin around a twat. twat. Yeah. It's a woman! Yeah. And you're like, Ah. Oh. Um, so, yes, I completely agree. It's, a, it's fucking messed up, is what it is. Um, but anyway, we, don't, we haven't seen the strip bar yet, we're still at the club, behind the stage at the club, mm. and, and uh, at the show, and the show, like I say, it's, it's rubbish, um, <laughs> and, and, and we, we briefly meet um, Zach, the entertainment director, who's Karma McLaughlin, and we meet Gina Gershon, who's the star of the show, who says it's the best show that she's ever been in. Right, okay. So, it's clearly she's just come from a strip bar that um, yeah. Nomi's working at. If yeah. this is the best thing that she's ever she's been in she's a star she's clearly just got to come from a gig at Butlins <laughs> um, anyway she we then find out that Nomi works at a bar called The Cheetah which is a strip club which is run by um, Robert Darvey who for my money best thing in the film mm-hmm. you know because clearly he knows it's a piece of shit and he's playing it probably more for laughs than the rest of the cast he up. plays <laughs> the sleaze right up he to he plays the yeah. sleaze right up to 11 yeah. and he's brilliant Kudos, uh, Robert Darby. Mm. But at this stage, we also develop this um, this rivalry between the stripper girls who don't do dancing and the topless dance girls who do do dancing. And then there's a whole. My dance cheetah dancing isn't real dancing. My dancing is way better than your dancing. It's, it's almost like those, it's almost like we're watching Breakdance 2 Electric Boogaloo where the two rival dance guys are having a dance off. It's a little bit like that. Isn't it? There's hierarchies of dance. Incidentally, yeah. only one strip club in Vegas. So we've literally just got one strip club and uh, one review show and a ladder. Between the two, if you're here at the strip club, you're trying to get here to the review Show yeah. and that is it. There is literally nothing else to Vegas in this world. And movie. if you're in the review show, you're trying to step on the fingers of the people that are climbing the ladder so yeah. to yeah. try to try and get up from the wooden strip club. Yeah. It's bizarre. I'm not sure how Vegas attracts any tourists in this world because it literally just has these two places. Like yeah. I'm sure if you went to Fresno, it would have these two <laughs> things. You know what I, mean? yeah. I was expecting slightly more from Vegas, but apparently that is what we get in show notes so uh so nomi watches these dancers and imitates them because she just wants to be them, and she's kind of acting like a child that's i mean this is almost like uh written by five year old boys like how they would she kind of squeals doesn't she like she's yeah. a preschooler or something on her on her first field trip um it, it's just uh it's just horrible um and then um I think there's a, and then there's a fight, there's a fight at Nomi's club, um, yeah. the strip bar, um, with some guys who have been no, a they go to a nightclub. Night mm. Or is it a nightclub? It's just club. a nightclub yeah, night So they have a fight at a nightclub. Which which Nomi starts, doesn't she? she that's right. She, that's right. she starts That's right. She starts the a guy, the guy and fight. She's a mad yeah. bitch. And we meet Glenn Glummer's Pl- character. Yeah who's the kind of rasta dancer dude. Yeah. Who is yeah. Also, who, who's also 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 not a real dancer because uh, he's not in a review show. Yeah. But he does like real dancing and he wants to be a real dancer yeah. because there's only real dancing and tit dancing. Yeah. That's all that there is. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he's not in a review show and he doesn't have tits, so, yeah, he's not a dancer. He's stuffed, isn't he, really? Yeah, he's yeah. not going to ever get a job in, in Vegas. <laughs> I think he's a pizza delivery man yeah. in the Vegas. Um... <laughs> So she ends up going to prison like after staying in jail overnight or something because she started this fight, and then he bails her out. Why? Why? (laughs) Again, why Molly helped her and why this Rasta guy is helping her, we have no clue. Because because she... is a bitch. Yeah, he, he, he saw her moves on the dance floor. Well, she wasn't doing anything different from anybody else. Everyone was dancing. No, she sort of was doing juttery robot moves. Yeah, she's, tall, really... she's tall and a bit gangly and I don't really get why she does. Everyone that... in this film, when they and see she... her even do something slightly dancey, so she's got this wonderful natural talent that, yeah. that they want to bring out of her. It's so like, I don't like it. To see it. Yeah. Yeah. She's got it. Yeah. She's got yeah. it? Hasn't it. She? She's got heat. Yeah. She's got heat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't well see it. um <laughs> So uh he bails her out of prison at great personal expense and she tells him to fuck off. <laughs> and then she hasn't even got a quarter to make a phone call or something, so um she gets one off Molly and then tells her to fuck off. So literally nothing you can give this girl she's appreciative for, whether you're bailing her out or just giving her a quarter. Um and while all this is going on, there's loads of loads of um backroom talk um at the um strip club yeah isn't there? because we've got this new girl who's turned up and her uh, name is beth penny slot yeah her name is actually beth but you can't call her beth okay. that's not a strip name right so they give her a new name nobody wants to fuck a beth after all mm. says robert darby yeah. they want to fuck a heather or a penny so you can be penny slot so that's her new name and basically um, and is she meant to be the audience? I don't think so because the audience don't want to be called fucking penny slot, do they? But so she's, <laughs> she is she her, our way into this world so we can see it through new eyes? Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, basically, she just hangs around in the back. Um, she's not sure whether she has to give people blowjobs or not. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> pretty much. What I think she, when he says to her. Something about, um, yeah. see me later for a, uh, give me a blowjob or something like that. She actually yeah, looks to the camera like she's Frank Drebin out of Native yeah. Gun. Like, like she's just, like, like the only person who just realized what had been said. Yeah. Like she's react. Yeah. I had that sort of deadpan reaction to something that was said in the room. And it was like, what? what? When he goes oh, through. we get wh- Then we get, um, he's um, that fucking fat woman. Oh God, again. yeah. It's What's her old name? Old again, yeah. I don't know. Henrietta Bazoumia. Henrietta Bazoum. Who, for me, is the worst thing in the film. Yeah. I personally I loathed just any scene terrible. she was in. Just awful. She was crass, she was repulsive. But everyone seems to love her, and particularly the girls. Yeah. At the club. She's, like their, she's like the mother figure. She's like their mother figure, but she's she's horrible yeah. and just Grotesque. plays into yeah. this she's whole misogyny. She's even worse than the male characters, which yeah. is saying something because they're like She's got this horrible. fucking horrible like, outfit she wears that flashes her disgusting tits. Yeah. It's just that it's everything about her is just repulsive. I don't mm. think she's as repulsive as the male characters in the film. Yeah. Actually, just for the record, oh, fair enough. Oh. I think they're far worse. But she doesn't gang rape anybody. So I bet to she be fair, if She had a, half a chance, probably she probably stand there making jokes yeah, and she was in the room. R- yeah, give Crickleham jokes. Um, okay, so then uh, Gina Gershon, who is the head girl at the review show. And Zach, the manager, Carl McLaughlin, the, the director, they turn up at the lap dancing club because Gina Gershwin, I think, has already spotted um, yeah. Nomi. She thinks she's got heat. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's got <laughs> heat. Everyone just sees it like it's a, an invisible aura we collect. Like eating Ready Break. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they've, they've, she's already decided that she's, she wants to, for some reason, she thinks there's some rivalry there, uh, which I don't get at this stage. The girl's a stripper. Uh, well I think she, they're trying to insinuate that she's she wants to string her along. Yeah, okay. To yeah. just she wants she just likes to play games with people and manipulate people. It and, doesn't, and, but it what, doesn't really um, work or make yeah. any sense, does it? Her yeah. whole character doesn't work. She's kinda I don't know. Anyway, she she goes and pays for the Zach to have a lap dance with Nomi and then we have a scene which quite frankly is really difficult to watch, I think. Yeah. Where it's, Nomi <laughs> lap dances all over Carl McLaughlin. Yeah, make um, him jizz. to try and make him jizz in his pants which yeah. i believe he does yeah um, but the whole and I, and I kind of you it's all it's like a schoolboy thing almost when you're watching this film it's like like ch- cheeky schoolboys are going and oh, why can we really offend people by what can we put in the film mm-hmm. uh, but actually none of it I don't think pushes any sort of envelope it's just embarrassing really for Kind, it's almost embarrassing for everybody involved, really. Yeah, yeah, especially the audience. Especially the audience, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I say, in it, 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 no way is it titillating or exciting. No, it's, it's not. It's just... But repairing. neither is it really pushing any sort of envelope. No. I think it's not, you know... It's nothing not, that happens in just, front of the camera. Yeah, one of those things where you just sit there and you just think, oh, God, no. I mean, um, oh, I said this film was really... Uh, the thing that impressed me most about this film was that when I came out of it, I just couldn't believe just how boring tits were. Yes. Because I never would have thought that That's going into it. it. Isn't it? I never would have yeah. thought going into it that I would have said that. And was, yeah. A film full of women yeah. who, <laughs> eight, I would say, 78% of the time are naked. Yeah. You, you sort of, you just come, you just, you, after a while you just, well, you don't even really see it from the beginning, do you? No. You, don't, you don't really pay mind to that. You don't go, oh, look, per pair of tits. Yeah. You don't even, not even from the first time it happens in a film. You're just sitting there. Yeah, going, hmm. What's yeah. offensive, though, I think, really, is that there are terrible things that happen in the movie that have no context, so don't matter. And that's kind of... That, that ultimately kind of... is the thing that pissed me off It was supposed the to most. be... The point of the scene was it's supposed to be degrading to her. Exactly. To be paid by... But, there, but G- then there will be worse scenes later on in the film yeah. uh, in which women are degraded. But the whole thing is done in such a piss poor bubblegum way. This isn't the accused. This isn't making me react on an emotional level. So, you know, kind of, what's the point? It's not really doing anything, is it? It's just a bit of a mess. Um, so, um, but that's okay, because according to Robert Darby, if they come all over you, just make sure you get a big tip. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if they pull it out, come all over you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, I don't know, and then I've really struggled to to discern a plot in any of this (laughs) mess. What seems to happen now is uh, we get loads of scenes, uh, horrible scenes, where... um, So, first of all, uh, guy tries to teach Nomi that dancing (laughs) and shagging aren't the same thing. And that she she needs needs to direct her heat or something. Yeah. So, refine her gyrating. I think that's I, pretty what, much what, what that, that is. This where she comes to his place, and they sort of argue... And, and there's it, scenes where hmm. he's like Mr Miyagi or something, yeah. trying to teach her how it's to be where the where karate, One answer. of my favourite lines in the film is where he's having a go at her, because he, he, saw, he saw from a distance how she was um, gyrating on... What's his face? Um, yeah, Carl, oh, whatever his name is in the film. Um, and he, he says that he shagged, she shagged him. And she goes, no, I didn't didn't have sex with him. He goes, I did, I saw you. Do you know people with AIDS and shit? It's just like, like, people just drop these, like, really blunt lines about things that you just, you know, unmentionables, just out of nowhere. And it's just like, what? Meanwhile, um, Gina Gershon has become, like I say, (coughs) interested in messing with Naomi, so has got her a audition for the review show. So she goes along to the audition. And then we discover that this show seems to have two directors. It has Karma Cloughlin's Zach character, whose job as a director, I think, is just to leer at the women in an extremely depressing way. And another guy, Tony Moss is his character's name, played by Alan Rations out of LA Law. And his job, it seems, is just to shout very offensive things at them all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she turns up for an audition and first of all he gets rid of half of the people auditioning by just like like he's um like he's a character from Full Metal Jacket by just shouting at them. You've been to a you've been you've done a lot of lessons, you have done these lessons, mm, I've done that have yeah. done that I like a lot of lessons, get out and it's like, what? This is how you conduct business. Is it this is how this is the most cliched yeah. rubbish. Anyway, he whittles it down to like these three girls, and then he's like, uh, "Now show us your tits, because yeah. I'm running a topless yeah, show." Yeah, it's a topless. Yeah, it's his topless show. And then he goes along the line, and he's going like, "Well done, tits. Yeah. Very nice. Hey, oh, you've got two. That's a bonus. Excellent. Tits, tits. Very good." <laughs> there was a moment before that when he says, "Take your tops off. I want to see your tits," and they all react like. What? Like they're all like surprised. Yeah. <laughs> You're auditioning for a topless show. I I know it's it might be seen as probably inappropriate to ask a woman to take the top off, but if it is a selling point of the show, you probably expect that in the audition. I think, but, I'm sorry, I think these days there's a, there's an equal opportunities thing, isn't there, with tits? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a thing where yeah. they're going to be smaller, they can be big, you can probably... Sure, probably, but, can but, be this, any this, colour. but this is, this is in 1995, can. we're still probably, <laughs> in showbiz, you can still get away with treating people like shit. I'm sure there's probably some realities to that. But the way they react, like if she also acts highly offended that she has to show her tibs, you're a fucking stripper. Yeah. You get them out every night. For God's and sake. And then yeah. there's this horrible cringy scene as well, which I almost don't want to quite even mention. Um there's this horrible bit where he says, What's wrong with your nipples? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah goes yeah, and yeah. gets some ice. Oh yeah. yeah. And then she runs off crying and he yeah. says, See you later, Pollyanna. You're out of the audition. Yeah. And what a load of total horseshit. First of all, I don't get Nomi at all. I mean, uh, what, why, what's upsetting her? And then it's like Gina Gershon put her in that position to offend her. But she's a psycho fucking nutjob. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why she doesn't have the balls to stand up to this guy. Because she's horrible. It's almost like she's horrible to everyone who's nice to her. And isn't good at being horrible to people who are horrible to her. Yeah. She can't. Yeah. Why isn't she standing up to this guy? Because she pulls fucking fleet knives out at total strangers <laughs> yeah. and is shitty to people who offer her places to live. Yeah. So why can't she stand up to somebody who's been genuinely shitty to her? It's like she is. It's like women in, in this film aren't real. You know, just, yeah. she forms a part at this point. Mm. Um, and it's kind of like, what? Bollocks. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, oh, it's okay. She can be horrible to other women or something, but can't be horrible to a man. I yeah. don't get it. It's just awful. Anyway, it's awful. <laughs> um, um, then some stuff happens and she gets in the show and then she pushes Crystal down some stairs. Have <laughs> I missed Yeah, You might have just jumped to a, a few hours. That's what it says in my notes. I've, yeah. put, I've put, boom, so I've put, see you, Polly, and I put some ice on them. Boom! One hour later, she pushes Christmas <laughs> down the stairs, <laughs> and it's kind of like I don't know. Some stuff would have happened. In, yeah, in, I'm in, sure in, things in probably did occur. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sure there's a bit where she gets told to go into a like a show. Like a car show or something, a well, boat show. A boat yeah, show. Yeah, a boat she gets told show. to go to a boat show, but actually she's been told she's got to shag some guy and she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And all the girls, did you not know? Yeah, all, all the girls them, yeah. in the review show after a shag all the, all the girls that Crystal recommends for this particular boat show end up getting shagged by the Japanese businessman. Uh, yeah, in the back. What? Yeah. Okay. No, no one actually mentioned that at the time. Um <laughs> And this is just so feebly underwritten James, that it's not even funny. I remember James the bouncer, she goes to see him when she gets the job, don't she? She goes to see this the bouncer dude and he's shagging Penny Slot. So Robert Darvey was right. People want a fuck her for a penny. <laughs> I don't know what to yeah. <laughs> say. So some stuff happens, Gina Gershon is horrible. Uh, there's a scene where um one of the there's a rivalry between two other dancers. And one of them knackers the other one by putting ball bearings on the stage that makes her fall over and break a knee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's almost like... <laughs> almost like... <laughs> we, All have to people demonstrate, way, yeah. we have to demonstrate to Nomi that this can be done. <laughs> because she's too stupid to think of it herself. She's literally in front of her got to see somebody shaft somebody else over on the show yeah. so she can get the idea to do it herself later yeah. on in the film. Yeah. That's how dumb, it's almost like that's how dumb the film thinks she is. Yeah. Or is it how dumb we are, the yeah. audience? We've got to see it first before yeah. we'll accept Nomi doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's in there anyway. And there's a bit where after she's in the show and she's a regular there, that, um, her boss from The Cheetah and um, what's her name? Oh, I keep forgetting her name. The Repulsive One. Oh, Henrietta. Yeah. Film. Come and see her uh, when she's practising rehearsing on stage for some reason, like they're her... Oh, but that's, like, a, no, that's, like that's the, a charming we, bit, like they're a family. Yeah. yeah. Like they've come to... We watch the show... Oh, come on, she looks better than a ten inch dick and you know it. Yeah. So they turn up, Yeah, really <laughs> watch the show... Yeah, and then, yeah but that's the bit, where, um, <laughs> it's the bit where when they're walking away, he turns around to her and says my favourite line in the film. <laughs> Go on then. He turns around to her and says, uh, must be weird, not having people come on you. <coughs> <laughs> like like what kind of what kind of I don't know is that a compliment is that supposed to be like I don't know like a reminiscing? Yeah. I don't know what that is or is it just a presumption a presumption <laughs> <laughs> yeah it might not be the case at all yeah who knows Yeah. yeah it's one of my favourite lines in the film and that's what I say to Scotty now when I leave his house or he's walking down to the end of his garden turns to him and say, it must be weird not having people coming here <laughs> yeah. um uh. So, yeah. Um, I'm all. So, I I don't know. Some of the stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and then it ends. (laughs) <laughs> um, it, but it but it gets even worse before it gets before well, it ends. Well, because she topples the supervillain villainess. So she pushes yeah. Crystal down the stairs. Yeah, Eventually, it, so she's now the new top. So top she super becomes babe. the new, and they basically have a replay of the press conference. Oh yeah, which, which has all of six people at it. Yeah, where Zach says, and it's brilliant. They say we could have got Paula Abdul. This is what I don't get. We could have got Janet Jackson. Yeah, so this is the biggest show in Vegas. The only show in Vegas. Like some of have already said if this is a show. If you in Vegas you're going to see this show it's the only show you can watch so and Crystal Connors is the star she's it so it's like Barbara Streisand and Elvis Presley this is it she's this is the top of the heap but oh, I can't bother pay money for real people so we'll yeah we'll Have get your money. Yeah, we'll get this girl who <laughs> turned up last week <laughs> to, to be the star of the show. Yeah. I don't get that at all. He won't probably oh, not gonna pay those salaries. What do you mean? This is the biggest But why Janet Jackson's not gonna get a boobs out for a shitty Vegas review show. Well, maybe only so, one for Justin Timberlake. Yeah, well yeah, is that he? So what world is that set in? Anyway, yeah, yeah. it's kind <laughs> of like I just don't understand any of this really. Yeah. Oh, there's a horrible sex in the water scene. With oh, yeah. Which and is a bit and Elizabeth Berkeley, which again mm. made me think, of frashing around like a beach, yeah. dolphin. and they're thrashing around, and I felt sorry for them, actually, because uh, the the physicality of doing that could not have been fun, because mm. they're thrashing around. There's literally piles of water coming down on top of their heads. And and I can see Elizabeth Berkeley, it literally looked like they were effectively waterboarding her. (laughs) Uh, Effectively waterboarding her while she was happy to stimulate sex with Mark Lockland. That's the worst thing ever. (laughs) I mean, I would, I would blab straight away. I wouldn't. I'd be able to hold out if I had to stimulate sex with Karl while being waterboarded. I wouldn't be able to hold out. I I would. I would waterboard her effectively enough. (laughs) 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 Um, And but that's just a horrible, horrible scene. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. That was yeah. It's just horrible. And um, uh, so then she pushes her down the stairs, and she becomes the new star of the show. And uh, and then. So, in the background, really far in the background, a character of Molly has mentioned a couple of times that she likes some guy poster. like got a, a post country you. and western star or something. I don't know, he's just a cowboy guy he's just, and he, there's a poster of him in a few <laughs> Yeah, she likes this, what's apparently supposed to be a heart front. So yeah, they have a, a big party old, um, for Andre um, something, isn't it. I don't. Andrew Carver. Who cares? I don't. I don't <laughs> <know>. You asked? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Andre. I thought it was something more. Andre the Giant. Yeah. So they have a party for Nomi. Um, and she but I think she's fallen out with Molly. At one point she falls out with Molly because she's a star now and Molly. No, Molly knows she pushed her down the stairs. That's right. Doesn't It's yeah. like, well you'll do Cause, anything. Because these sequins they can't come off themselves outside of the car, though. But this is the funny <laughs> thing about this is the thing about it though. She, but Nomi's been a bitch since she met her. Can I remind you of yeah. the Fry's incident? Yeah. <laughs> so Or the fact she wanted to beat up her car. So yeah. at what at what stage is she su- she's surprised and outraged by this? Yeah, actually, she's been a she's been a bitch. she's a bitch. There was no reason for her to go turn up at that party and go. You know what? Okay, let's still be friends. There's no there's no there's no reason that to be friends. did not make any sense at all. No, she comes to the party anyway. They've fallen out, but she comes to the party anyway. Um, and then of course, Nomi, being a self-absorbed tool, <laughs> speaks to her for a second, but then pisses off to do all her stuff but it's okay because Molly's seen this Andrew Carver guy yeah. so she starts flirting with him and off they go uh, and then the film just takes a left turn into a into apocalypse now territory <laughs> because this guy Carver and his bodyguards gang rape her yeah right, which, which is Molly Molly yeah, yeah. and then They just leave her to stumble out into the party covered in blood. Mm. And no one reacts. And goo. Yeah. What? Yeah. And no one in the whole party puts, I mean, they react like, oh, they're shot, it's this, this, this black girl's come out covered in blood oh. from, from her legs, yeah. and she's battered and bruised. Yeah, but, but not not in a, this is outrageous, it's more like, a, this is outrageous, I've got to look at this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you're well, no, tell me no one part. in that party phoned the police and said, no she was with him, and, yeah, yeah. and, and she was, was a nice enough person to, Yeah, everyone in Vegas is like, no. And there was like 400 basically. people there. Yeah, absolutely yeah. crazy. And then what happens is uh, Molly goes to hospital with all her injuries. Yeah. And but there's no investigation. There's no, no. nothing. Nothing happens as a result of this. No police character is in, is brought into the fray. So first of all, this this is comes in really late in the day. This is like ten minutes before the end of the film. This happens. What it's like a scene from another completely different movie. There could have been a movie, a Q style well, movie see, about this. This is the turning the point, isn't it? Difference. Where she realises that she's amongst uh, you know vipers and she doesn't want is to be that in this world. What it's meant to yeah. represent. I, Hang on a minute. I, I, I've yeah, just, that's my best guess. I just suddenly realised that no one in this town is actually very nice. And yeah, <laughs> no even nice. yeah, <laughs> <neither laughs> she though. <Yeah>, see? <laughs> yeah. so, Molly's what the what only takes. nice person in the whole film. Molly mm. getting gang raped is what it takes for her to realise yeah. that Yeah she's self-absorbed yeah yeah and maybe there's some sort of redemption in I, maybe helping her out um. so yeah so her way of, of getting revenge is to basically whore herself up go see this guy yeah beats him up a little bit and then says, if I see you again, I'll kill you. And apparently that's justice. That's apparently all right, no we're done now. Yeah. Is that, you got what you're even. Yeah. We're even now. We're even. Yeah. Now. Not really. And she goes really, to tell not. Molly in the hospital who's breathing through fucking tubes yeah. with a mashed in face, mm. and and says, oh, it's all right, you're even now. Yeah. No! Not really. Not at all, no. even. Yeah. What What's going on? He should be in prison. In prison, yeah. yes, absolutely. Getting gang raped by people. <laughs> <don't they>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then she goes to see... Um, so then we, she bumps into Zach, Karma Cloakland's character, who tells us for some reason like it's relevant that she used to be like a crack whore, nobody, yeah. uh, homeless bum. Yeah. Oh, and says if you say anything about Molly, and what <laughs> happened, then then what you've got right now is going to undo itself because you used to be a whore. And it's like, well, no, there's bigger things now than what yeah. her past. Yeah. Someone being gang raped. Yeah. Like. I don't, I don't understand what what, no. what jeopardy they have over her. I what? don't get the scene at all. No, it doesn't tell us anything about Nomi we didn't already know or, or care to know. Yeah, um, and it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know what purpose it serves. No. no, and it's almost like I I didn't buy Nomi's redemption in the last ten minutes of the film at all. No, no. I kind of like you're trying to convince someone who has shown themselves over the course of this just to be completely self-absorbed anyway. So actually you wouldn't even have to tell her that because why would she jeopardise what she's got anyway? But it's like at the end she just throws it all away anyway, but I'm not I don't mm. yeah. really So she's buy it. that she's not been on a journey. No. That's not how he feel at all. Well, she's climbed to the yeah. top and then seen blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, she just, and then Yeah, she realised blah, blah, she yeah. doesn't like it, whatever, blah. And then then she, she goes and sees Gina Gershwin in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. says, so sorry about all that. Yeah. Sorry about that. And she says, looks, right looks, like just, anyway. looks like I've just ended your career for no, no reason, really, because I can't be bothered with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she says, yes. well, that's how I got my career. But we're yeah. still <laughs> friends slash enemies, aren't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. What it a? I've never got their relationship. Never, with her, really, right. never understood their relationship at all. Right. Not sure what was you going described it. it as frenemies, didn't you? Yeah. But <laughs> well, I don't get it because one minute they're like lesbianing up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Then they're like then they hate each other. Then they're hanging out having dinner together. And then and then she'll make her do something demeaning. Crystal gets her a job and then gets her fired from that job. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, and it, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's all over the place. And then she and then. Please tell me this didn't happen. She hitches a ride out of Vegas. Oh, but it's the exact same? same sleazy cowboy guy. Oh, amazing coincidence. coincidence. <laughs> Who doesn't recognise her? Yeah. Despite the fact that he drove her to Vegas uh, a and few weeks back, everywhere. and she's mm-hmm. got posters all over Vegas, including the billboard that they drive past at the end of the film. Yeah. What? Well, this probably is a year later, <coughs> I think it's supposed to... Is it? To... I can't yeah, tell probably. what period of time yeah. this film is meant. I can't tell if it's a week yeah. or a year. <laughs> I have no idea at all. In this hyper-reality <laughs> of Vegas. And the last shot is, I think, supposed to uh, suggest the idea that she's going to go to Hollywood because they drive down a road it Pans and the, the sign says Los, uh, Los Angeles this way. But that's the only way out of Vegas, is that road, <laughs> that, that one road, that's that, there's that one road, so it doesn't necessarily mean she's going anywhere, uh, um, yeah, so that was Showgirls, yeah. yes. um, not much of a plot to recap, mm. really. for a two hour long film, a lot of that time is spent with the camera just filming topless girls dancing, mm. that's a big chunk of the film is the, dance yeah. sequences, isn't mm-hmm. it, yeah. the, the middle act, mostly, is Crystal and, um, what's the main character's name? Nomi. Nomi, having their... Spat. Spat. Love-hate. Hat, Love-hate friendship nemesis system thing going on. Yeah. And I don't know what, yeah, and mostly it's spent on that. Where I mean, you never know what Crystal, why Crystal's doing this. Is she doing no. it just to entertain herself? And then... Does, why does Naomi keep going, falling for it every single time she makes herself so, do something demeaning? The and then they hang out and have dinner, and it's like I don't. I, I, wait There's no way into the film at all. No, for the viewer, it's a tangled mess. It really is a mess. Mm. Really difficult to try and explain why, but it but. is kind of fun, and I think the funness comes from the the poor acting, the shoddy script. Almost, I think it reads like teenagers like coming like with insulting fiction, ways to insult people. Mm. You know, almost like... <clears throat> to me it feels like, I tried to be outrageous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like teenage boys trying to write fan fiction about what strippers are like behind stage. Mm-hmm. Perfect, <laughs> exactly, just, that's a good and description. Just, and just talking about their own tits and arse and all that and slagging each other off. It's like... this. These... If the world was full of people like this, which this one is, yeah. it's just like the most hideous place you'd ever want to go. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Obviously, um, there's no one like Molly. I mean, probably Molly, but she's just a sap for putting up with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, Molly, yeah. Is, Molly is probably the one half decent character in it, and look what happens to her. Yeah, I yeah, so, yeah. it's. She yeah, gets, yeah. gets taller. less about being <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. Don't you be nice or you'll June. get raped. No, that won't happen. <laughs> don't you ever dare <laughs> try and be nice in this town, sister. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it works on the level of satire at all. Mm. I mean, I no. just don't get that from the movie at all. No, no. Um, I don't think it's smart enough <laughs> to, to purvey that at all. No, I, yeah. I don't think it's, it works as satire. It doesn't work at all. It's not a drama. It's not an erotic thriller. It's not got any thrills. It's not got, no, no thrills. No. There's no arc that any of the characters go on. No. It's just a, like you said, a series of before a series of events that happen in front of a camera. And it does feel like a little bit, uh, I mentioned it a bit earlier. It does feel a bit like pandemic, uh, b- pandemic, birdemic, <laughs> where these characters, their their life just seems to it's just on this really, like fortune just falls into their laps. Mm. Because it happens to her in this film, because yeah, she happens. goes to Vegas, she loses everything, she meets a sap who, who after beating up their car, buys them something to eat, even after she flips out, she, they let them live with them for free, mm. she then manages to get a job, and then from there she just manages to go to, the, apparently, the best show in Vegas, and then to become the star of the show, all in what seemingly seems like three weeks. So yeah. what, would <laughs> worked, what would have worked <laughs> yeah. far better for me is somebody that that stands on people to get to the top and then realises the top is not where they wanted to get to. That does not really happen in this film. Actually, loads of the stuff that happens to her happens before she gets to the point where she pushes a girl down the stairs. And even then, when she does do that and she pushes Crystal to get to the top, Crystal's a hateful person anyway, so you don't really feel bad for it happening. There's only three stages on this ladder anyway, isn't there? There's arriving in Vegas, the strip club, the, the show. review show. Yeah. And now, look, I mean, that's and not, lot, it's not a town. big ladder, is it? No. no. That's not a two-hour film, climbing up that particular ladder. No. It's like three steps. No. <laughs> so, has anyone seen Showgirls 2? No, but I heard about it. So, I tried to watch Showgirls 2. So, yeah. uh, this was made in 2012. Well, um, really? Yeah, yeah. It was made in 2012. I thought, because I know you mentioned what it's about. Yeah. It's very recent. Scotty talked about it. Why would you make it? St- I thought it would be oh, no, a yes, couple of years later right. yeah. or the the is Because the film is written, directed, produced and edited by the girl that played Penny Slot right. in the original Showgirls. Wow. Her name is Rena Raphael, I think. Right. Uh, so she wanted to make a sequel to Showgirls, so she just did it herself with her mates. Uh, she got some Glenn Plummer's in it. Uh, reprising his role and in fact that makes sense because I think he ended up being her boyfriend in the film yeah, d- yeah. when Nomi dumped him yeah uh, and the ca- sleazy cowboy guy is also in it mm. um, the one who picks up yes the one who how's that okay Okay. Right? Mm. doesn't matter and it's about <laughs> Penny going to uh, LA to basically do showgirls in LA ie like become a big important stripper or something but, it, but it's clearly, and I watched a bit of it, and it's clearly, it's like birdemic ber- levels of filmmaking. So wow, it's all okay. just, it's all just shot, you know, around people's houses and yeah. and yeah, edited. Yeah. But having said that, it's two and a half hours long. Um, I'm sure it's great. I got 10 minutes in and, I'm, and I couldn't do any more. <laughs> um, but I'm sure it's brilliant um, and fair play to her. Uh, but it looked, it looked like Shoguns meets pandemic, so we probably should check it out at some yeah, point. Yeah. Or, or maybe not. Or maybe not. Yeah. So as I said before, this film has been rediscovered recently as a as a, a smart uh, Hollywood satire on um, I don't know. Uh, Consumerism, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Corporate America. Corporate America, 90s Vegas lifestyle. Satire on boobs. So, as a result, it's a satire on boobs. Mm. So, as a result, there's loads of brilliant reviews and some not so good reviews. So, I thought we'd do some reviews. Go, go, go. So, here's a not so good review on Amazon. This was recently published by Kaylee and it's a one star review. Massive crack through the middle of DVD, therefore <laughs> does not work and won't play. <sighs> Obviously not happy with this product and would like a refund. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I I actually think a cracked version of Showgirls is yeah, probably will, can you the reply best Can you version. reply to reviews and just say how lucky you are, or maybe <laughs> I've got one and you're welcome to it. People who use reviews as a means to vent.
1: So got a <laughs> most, of, of
0: most of the reviews are either one star or five star reviews. There's very few that are in the middle, yeah. unlike this one, which is in the middle. It's three star reviews. <laughs> of the guy obviously thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so his review is: "It's George was okay." <laughs> that was it. Was it? Thanks, All George. Right. Yeah. Well, was that five star? That was three, three stars. stars. Oh right, okay. So he really sat on the fence with it, yeah. which is unusual yeah. because people either with showgirls think it's like this guy, cinematic genius. Yeah. Uh, or like the majority of sane people, worst film ever. So, yeah, so <laughs> most people are either sort of raving about it and think it's the best film ever, or are right. So yeah. what you're saying is this is one of these films that some people try and dig deeper into it and actually say, no, actually, it's actually one big mirror for society. Yeah. you just got to be able to have the perception to see it. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. My you. nipples aren't erect. Give <laughs> 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 <Use> some ice. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I think I think the, the, this this was a three million script, wasn't it? They paid three million dollars to Jerry. what? So he wrote the idea. <laughs> this is the thing. What? 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 <laughs> <But> that, <laughs> what? I, didn't, I, I didn't know any script in the world has, been, has had that much money paid oh, for so it. I thought scripts. <laughs> and this were... was back in '95, where three million was a lot what of money. More yeah. money than it is now. So that's like six, six or nine million now? I have no Do idea. Look, inflation, who knows how that The best works. thing about it is apparently Joe Estahel, he actually scribbled the idea for the film down on a napkin and the studio gave him two million on the strength of that. Oh, my yeah? Christ. Yeah, and then another million when he'd finished it or something, or even more than that. What the hell? I know. I've got to get out of my more job. More money than sense. And get into this one. So I think part of the problem is the script. And I mean... It's terrible. Yeah. And got some hilarious lines in like we've already gone over But I don't think there. they're meant to be. No, they're oh. not. They're, like I said, the line where he turns around to her and says, must be weird not having people come on you. Yeah. I don't know what that was supposed to be because the way he delivers it, it's not like it's a punchline. Like we're supposed, supposed to be a moment of alleviation actually from the drama. He genuinely thinks it might be weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah <laughs> it's, bizarre. it's a bizarre line and I'm not sure what. What the writer was thinking when he wrote that line? Mm. What was that supposed to mean to the character, or to or us watching it? Mm. No, um, I think the acting is pretty awful. I feel very sorry for Elizabeth Berkeley because she this, she's it was naked a, in every scene. And, and it was and a big break, wasn't it? This was yeah. So she'd only been in Saved by the Bell before yeah. this hadn't handshake. She? She's so a completely different character. I, mean, I think that the the, the the general consensus was this was going to make her, wasn't it? I think I, I think film magazines are all saying about Elizabeth Berkeley, This is going to be the film that does it for her. I, I, I oh, it was. Yeah, it did, it did do, do it. Do it right? Yeah, it did do it. But she's terrible in it. Agreed. Mm. Uh, uh, some more reviews. So somebody, somebody who would do this wrote this, <laughs> shared this with the world. Ooh, <laughs> this is a review. Five star review. Ooh, by a customer. At least he didn't sign it. <sighs> Very, very, I'm going to read it in voice. Mm -hmm. Very, very nice indeed. Mm -hmm. I'm really into this sort of film Mm. where you get to see a bit of totty. (laughs) This is a really sexy film. And when you've got a tape of this in your cassette recorder, you really don't need a girlfriend, (laughs) if you get what I mean. (laughs) What? Who is this guy? Uh, He's a customer. Uh, oh my a God! A customer, customer. He posted that review to uh, Amazon in,
1: <laughs> oh in the year
0: in the year 2000, <laughs> it's boy. still there. for all oh of the four years later. It must be weird not coming all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what a oh, grotty, dirty, <laughs> nasty, <matling. laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> <laughs> greasy hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I love that he's watching it on cassette. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the best. Thing. In two thousand, DVD were out by then. Come on, <laughs> yeah, DVDs were out by then, oh, but he clearly didn't have the time for one of those. Yeah. Oh. So, well, I don't think um, I don't think I can top. um I, don't think I can top that review, no, crazy, man? No. No. no, neither should I try. No. Yeah. So, uh, have we got anything to add? Well, we... one, one other thing, I know the 16th annual Razzie Awards. Um, it won for, um, I think, worst picture and worst director. And Paul Verhoeven turned up to collect both awards. And he's, apparently, he's, he's the first, I think, so far, the only director ever to do it. So, yeah, you yeah, give him his kudos for that. Fair enough. Yeah, that was pretty cool. do we know what he thinks about it? I don't. Yeah, I. I haven't. Done, I didn't look up much about this. No, thing, I no. didn't, and it was my I film. So yeah, yeah. he's made a cut over stinker since then. So yeah, knows, true. yeah. Probably just puts it in a pile with everything else. Yeah. <laughs> with Hollow Man and other things. <laughs> Hollow Man. We may have to do yeah. on a future yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's practically the same as Showgirls, but with an invisible Kevin Bacon Yeah. <laughs> instead of Elizabeth <a> <laughs> Berkley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, that was Showgirls. I think that will do. Are we putting you in the clag bag? That's a tricky one. I think when you watch it with mates, there's it's, some of it's very funny, and then some of it's like, because it's a film with the content that's in it, with all the nudity and stuff like that, and scenes that are awkward, like the scene, you know? mm. it's like when you sit there with your mates and it's not, it, it's trying to be sexy, but it's not sexy, mm-hmm. it ends up just being a bit kind of that awkward. Thing. It's like, almost <laughs> like watching totally a, a film where somebody has a sex scene when Ooh, your parents are in the room, you're like, yeah. uh... So, uh you up to this week, you, uh, you're, to, you're just trying to, like, wait let's get, get through this scene. So, so like, I don't know, like, I think it's worth a watch with, you know, I think it's maybe worth a watch if you really want to just see how shit it can be, because... I'm, I'm going to say no. My great. vote's going to be no in this case, because I, I, I just genuinely think it's pretty bad Pooh. and pretty tacky and not tacky in a funny way. But it's supposed to be tacky. There's a review on the back of your box, John, for the DVD, that says it's supposed to be tacky. I'm not really sure I care what Slip magazine or whatever the fuck it was called actually, actually says about it. What was it? What was the magazine's name? Slant, Slant. who's Who? Just as bad. Slant yeah. magazine. Slant magazine. <laughs> yeah. I was close. Uh, <laughs> that would be a totally different kind of man, yeah. I think. But probably one that would review this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one that Mister Grot reads. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that say at the top? That quote? It says it's shocking, titillating, and spectacularly trashy. Apparently. Mm. Oh, well, I was going to say none of the above. But the last one. <laughs> yeah. <out there. laughs> yeah. But I don't see that as a plus. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh dear Paul, we're going to have to look to your uh, back catalogue again mm. for in the future to find yeah. one that goes into the clag bag. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have uh, future success with that endeavour. Cool. Right. So that was Showgirls. Next time, I think uh, Nud, you're picking a film for us. I am. I mega I... Science is going wild. I movie. am. I'm picking the film from I believe it was 2003, 2000 and something or other, uh, The Core. <sighs> Wow. Paramount's masterpiece wow yeah we're going to go deeper so come with us the film yeah. that makes all peaches tremble in fear oh <laughs> mm. so join us on our epic journey yes into the, into the core <laughs> next time watch the film beforehand if you want to play along yeah and then the usual like us Facebook us Twitter we don't have it Um <laughs> <laughs> all that. Yeah. try it try it though yeah, yeah, that, in, yeah. It. Google Plus we don't use it uh, Facebook, basically, yeah. If you like Facebook, Facebook like us, yeah, Clagbag, all that. Or if you know us, <laughs> yeah. which pro- you probably do if you listen to this, yeah. uh, then just tell us in person yeah. if you thought it was funny. Yeah. That also works, like old school. Yeah, and analogue kind old of. Old Analogue yeah. social media. Yeah. Yeah. Analog social media. <laughs> Right, Stop um, us in the street and throw rotten tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grab me by the arm as you pass me in the street. How right. dare you! <laughs> cool, okay then. Well, thank you very much. Yep, yeah, thank you very much indeed for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. T-